Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to Meter and the Coach. Call the show at 401-737-1287. 1037-WEEI. Southern New England Sports Original. Welcome back, Meter and the Coach. Good to have West Durham along for the ride. Mike Logan, voice of Providence College Hockey, will join us. Tim's on the PC bandwagon. Uh, they've had 12 wins thus far, top 20 team. Diving in the world of college hockey, bean pots around the corner, sold out at the Garden, coming up on the first Monday in February. But the Celtics and the Nuggets, that was playoff atmosphere on Friday night. Maybe the proverbial championship series preview. ESPN was there. Uh, heard uh, Doris Burke's call. She was great, especially in the late game situation. Uh, and that's that's where it comes for the Celtics, Tim. And you've said this many times. You said it last year against Miami. Late game situations, how do they adapt? Where's the ball going? Are they ball watching for Brown and Tatum? Uh, are they moving with the ball? What's the defense like late in the game? Here's a take from Gary Washburn today of the Globe. When the game is on the line, the ball is always in Jason Tatum's hands, and sometimes that's to the detriment of himself and the team because he's trying to do too much with these Kobe Bryant-like difficulty shots to win games at the buzzer. Such was the case again against Denver when Tatum attempted a step back against the staunch defense of Contavious Caldwell-Pope and the potential tying shot hit the backboard in their loss. Do you agree with Washburn? Oh, it's basketball 101. I mean, first of all, you've got, it wasn't like two seconds. It was, I think it was almost, it was just under five. And it, you got the ball in the way. You've got to turn and face the basket. He never faced the basket. I mean, where was he going? You got to face. And first of all, you get every call in the world because you're Jason Tatum <laughs> and you're down to, you're going to get that call. You're going to get that call and the game's going to go to overtime. You're going to, you got to drive it to the rim and put the onus on the defense and put the onus on the referees. And I don't know when he's going to learn this. I mean, how long do we need to see this? I mean, we saw it, we saw it at golden state. They're down two and he takes a step back three. He dribbles seven, dribbles seven times going backwards. You have to go to the rim. You have to get the ball going to the rim. Now he, I forget what game it was. I believe it might have been Minnesota where he did drive it to the rim and he scored. 
And that's that's what you have to do. And I I don't know what is in his thought process there. I mean, this isn't coaching. This is a superstar player that has to understand the time, the score, and who he is and what the whole situation is. And that's where that's where you gotta go. And listen, we all know the game's not won or lost on the last play. Uh that gets overblown at times. I think they're the biggest bigger issue is that they couldn't get stops when they needed to. They couldn't get stops. And we know Denver's great, uh, but I don't think they're as good as they were a year ago. Uh, but they're still they have the best player in the world still. And uh, you know, how you defend them is really it's really difficult. You know, the Porzingis at his size still couldn't still couldn't defend him. And the thing that makes uh, the Joker so good is obviously if you send the double at him is he might not be the best passing big man in the game. He might be the best passer in the game. Yeah, period. I, I agree with that. Yeah. So that's, that's an issue. Uh, you got to try to somehow get him, deny him the ball, but he's just so smart. <laughs> I mean, watching him is worth the price of admission. It really is, but it was a great game. It was a great game. And uh, hopefully, you know, you, you go watch the tape and you say, you got to square up, you got to square up there and just go square up and go to the rim. But it was a great game. I'd, I'd sign up right now for that to be the NBA finals. I think that's probably, you know, I'd, I'd give you nine, 90% odds on that. All right, here's another take. Uh, you're, you're Joe Missoula. Why don't you give Brown, White, Porzingis, et cetera, a chance to win games or last-second shots? And why doesn't, wouldn't that open up the offense for Tatum as more players develop as threats, as Washburn writes today in the Globe? Why why doesn't he do that? Well, it's got – I, I – understand that thinking but i would say it's got to go through tatum and then to those guys because he will draw the attention and then you have enough time to make a quick move and then if he draws the double then find somebody else like how they play the whole game uh it's natural offense but certainly the last play of the game's got to be in tatum's hands you can't you know you can't give it to somebody else uh and expect that to be uh, your highest percentage of chance to win the game. I think it's got to go to Tatum, and then it can go to everybody else. And he's not good. In, in, the numbers are there. He's not good in late-game situations. He's shooting 33% this year uh, in those clutch situations. That is tracked, as you know. Uh, he has not had good success there. That's why I would – and I'm with you, but, you know, it's mad. I was with a – I was with a – Celtic fan, we're watching a bar on Friday night. He says, why can't the Celtics do anything in these late game situations with 90 seconds to play? They they become a different team. They just it, it's a different. I don't know if it's a mental thing. Uh, you know, obviously we're talking about games like this when it's two a one and two possession game. It seems to be meltdown moments. That doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. You know, uh, I think obviously the. He's been better this year, though. He he has been better in doing a lot of different things, distributing. I think he's playing better defense. Uh, I don't he know. He has I'm, been. Yes. You know, I don't know if I'm incorrect here. I, I don't watch every minute of every game, but from what I've seen is that he's been better with the referees too, a little bit. A little. I'd bit. say so. He's improved. Yeah. So I think that goes with you know having Joe second year with Joe, new assistant coaches that are stronger. Uh, and just maturity, just total maturity, you, you know, and not having Marcus Smart around too. That's that's helpful. 
Oh, yeah. And he's hurt with Memphis. 401-777-1037. Let's go to Joe in a car. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. Good morning, guys. I almost drove off the road right now. I was calling Jason Tatum. You guys had me until you said Jason Tatum has gotten better with the rest. Are you guys kidding? Are you guys watching the same Jason Tatum as I am? Because Jason Tatum, no. My original call, my thought was Jason Tatum is leader, like you said. The numbers don't lie. He's not the man for the clutch. He's not. He's one for five in, in last last shot to win the game. And he still hasn't proved to us in the playoffs. So, this, Jason Tatum is the most I, – I, I cannot watch him. He is like the biggest flopper. If the guy would just concentrate on less arguing with the wife and getting a call every single time he shoots the ball, whether he's driving to the hoop or he's – it's like he – it's so it's so sickening to watch. It's it's embarrassing. Like I'm I'm cringing. I'm like, just just play the game, man. Just Jason Tatum, man. I'm telling you, I, I, he's so frust. He's he's a good. I'm not even gonna say he's a great player because he's got to prove to me that a he's got to show up in the playoffs when it counts and matters. Not you know going to you know try to win the. The MVP of the All-Star game and getting all the points in the All-Star. That all, to me, going old school, I don't care. I don't care about that, you know. I want Jason Tatum to show up in the playoffs this year. Let's see if he can get over the hump. And the last second shot, I think you should just let Porzingis do it. Get somebody else. And, Coach, you're right. He's got to get the, the ball's got to go through his hands. I agree. But to take the last shot, it's time to – see what the other guys can do, because I have more confidence in Porzingis, to me, to me, Porzingis has been the MVP of this team, because this team, and I'm glad Smart's gone, but for me, Porzingis is the biggest, is the biggest difference this year. There's no, it's not that Jason Tatum's gotten better, Porzingis, to me, is the reason why it's second, but come on, you guys have to agree, he's not getting better with the rest. It's every single time. So that's all I got, and I love the show. Yeah, it is annoying. It is annoying. It's unnecessary. You know, it's the NBA. The NBA is all like that. Everybody's everybody's begging for calls all the time. The thing that annoys me the most, though, is when he's doing it during live action. And yes, uh, yeah. even even yeah. the Joker, the Joker the other night, he was begging for calls. You know, this is what the superstars yeah, do. Yeah, and, and Jokic but, isn't really known for doing that. I, I did notice that. Yeah, I mean – you know, we don't watch all the Denver Nuggets games, so I'm sure he's that's that's who he is. That's the NBA. But it's just it is annoying when you do it when the ball's going the other way and you're supposed to get back on defense and you're spending time barking with the refs, which does you no good. To the Porzingis point, guys, he was phenomenal in the first quarter. Was really matching um, Jokic almost stat for stat. I don't understand why they went away from him in the second half. Yeah, I, it, that was not a that was what not one of Missoula's greatest moments on Friday night, and that's where he's going to earn his chops. I know it's stating the obvious. What what is at he least he was better do? with timeout management in this game. He, yeah, he was fine. He used him. What is he going to do when he's up against? You love you love the Denver coach Tim with good reason. Malone, uh, Spolstra, obviously name the coach in the playoffs. How is he going to handle the situation? And I know it's hard to argue right now because they're rolling, but 
These are the type of games. It's a microcosm. You don't give me the Nets. Don't give me, you know, don't give me a meaningless game against the Grizzlies when they're where they're going to blow them out. Give me this type of game in in mid to late January when it's a playoff type preview. How does it work? It didn't me, work well. Me, me, the game. And that doesn't that does not give me much confidence. Meter to me, uh, the X factor in the game was actually Jamal Murray, who's torched us in the past. Um, I feel like he's one of the more underrated players in the league. We saw the phenomenal playoffs he had last year. And he's a guy who plays his role, isn't looking for the stardom. And I think he deserves a lot of credit for that win no, for the Nuggets. No, Murray's, ter- Murray's terrific. But, Joe, it's all about bottom line. Good for Murray. I'm sure we could talk about him again in June. Bottom line, and Tim, you've, you've hammered this too. What are you doing in the final five minutes? What are you doing? In the final five minutes of the game, this just in two years ago, you blew it. You blew it. You, you were terrible in those situations two years ago. That's why you lost. That's why you did not win the championship. Is that a carryover yeah. again this year? You know, and the, the Tatum situation, you know, to a, to a man, the players say, you know, we've got to go through him. But, you know, I, I, I just you got to have some diversity. He's got to have diversity in his game. That's the thing, because he knows the whole world. The whole world is knows he's going to have the ball in his hands. But then what do you do with it? I mean, the percentage of that shot he took the other night is low. It's a low, just like the shot that he took against uh, against the Warriors. And, you know, again, we talked about Jalen Brown, okay? Okay, he scores against Charlotte. He scores against the Wizards. He scores against the Nets. He scores against the Spurs. But when you're playing against good coaching and good defense combination, which we saw the other night, what are you going to do? So, again, Mike Malone took away his left hand, or took away his right hand, made him go left. Yep. And what did he do? He was 6 for 19. He was 1 for 9 from the floor. Uh, he had one assist in 36 minutes. Oof. So, you know, it's like – you're the $60 million man, but what are you going to do against good teams and good coaches? That's And that's been my, my point from day one. You know, early in the season, we started jumping off the off the bench and saying, this guy's been proved. He's an assist maker. He's got, he's got a complete game now, blah, blah, blah. He doesn't have Marcus Smart around. He's happy about that. But I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. When Miami rolls in here in the playoffs, when certain teams – well, Milwaukee's not a good example because Milwaukee doesn't defend anybody and the coach is, the coach is horrendous. Uh, so they're, they're not a fact. They're not going to be a factor this year at all. They fired a good coach and they hired a bad one. So it's like there's your trade-off there. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do in against good good teams? And they're going to face them in the playoffs. We, we're going to see it. Yeah, no, I – uh, credit to you, and I I totally agree. I don't know how you can't. You're watching objectively. He's just not what he is against the against the lesser lights, and that's that's obviously the sign of a great player. We got to take another timeout. Meter and the coach four zero one seven 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 ten thirty seven on Sports Radio WEI one hundred three point seven. 
Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 